40, baby. They said we wasn't gonna make it. Oh, uh, they said black folks can't get along. What? Welcome to another episode of For the Culture Podcast, the soccer podcast for us, by us. Sitting here talking footy with some near and dear friends. You got Grego here. You got Coach Tony here. Hey, in this beautiful voice in your ears, you got Ringo coming to you. Episode 20. What's happening, gentlemen? I'm cool. How you doing? <laughs> we are here in action at the frat house. Oh, we call this the culture house. You know what I'm saying? Last week we did this shit remote. We was all sick and tired. Oh, hey, I was sick. Old heads. You know, we don't travel well. I tell you that. I, I thought we did all right until we got home. We, we like, did. We were fine in Memphis. Right, being rowdy and proud in the rain and shit. Bruh, like, like, I got back home. Well, no, I wasn't even home yet. Like, um, by the time the Atlanta game ended, I'm driving around trying to get through traffic and everything. And I just realized that, yo, like, I'm, like, done. That's why I told y'all, take off Monday. You did. You warned us. <laughs> and y'all talk about, yo, I'm tired, man. I can't come in. I, I, I can't do the show like that. I was like, hey, we're going to figure out, figure this out somehow. So that's why we ended up, ended up doing it on Skype. Yes. Of course, we're all back together again for the first time. And yeah, um, glad, to, glad to see you. Glad to see y'all. You know, we're here. You know, my beloved Atlanta United. You know, they they done bombed out of the Champions League. You know. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today, man. We got, we got a, a special guest later on today. Uh, Rox Fontaine of Apollo Culture used to run uh, Third Rail um, NYCFC. Been doing his own thing uh, the past year with uh, a brand called Apollo Culture. With, with cultures combined. Mm-hmm. I think. You know, hey, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, they, they, hey, Source Magazine said the North and South couldn't get together with this culture shit. What else? What else we got? We get we talking about. Uh, of course, we will talk about the home team. And, uh, all this stuff that happened this past week. We won't do too much. Because, but um, of course, of course, not, of course, not at. Well, we we are we're on an international break right now, so of course we got we got USA. Uh, not yet, but you know we'll get on that in a second too. Because Verhalter to tripping already. Um, of course, we got Champions League. Uh, we got. Uh, Quarterfinals, uh, the draw just happened, so yeah, we got we got a little bit of stuff. I'll tell you what I'm gonna start off with though. So last, I think it was Friday, uh, MLS and Adidas had a fashion show. And, 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 oh yeah, oh we got to. This was not in the this was not in the pre this was not in the pre show, man. Yo, so. Oh, oh, that, that, that's and that's why I'm doing this because I I didn't realize that you know MLS was all about this high fashion, you know, high fashion, hot mess, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, that's my they, boy they, Lee they, Wynn. What's up? I know you listen. Like they, they tried, they tried, they tried it, they tried it, but man, they they had they had some shit straight out of Zoolander. Like first of all, the the main one that pops off. If you haven't seen it, please Google search it or something like that. Google search so MLS Adidas Fashion Show. You might look look, look it or whatever, but like the thing that stands out in my mind is like that blazer, 
Jelly win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bruh. I mean, you Seriously. know, some some people might think that's hot. I, I don't know who, but it's somebody might. Fire. <laughs> it's, not fire. Like fire. it's not hot fire. Hey, but let me tell you, even in that fashion show, Atlanta United's new home kit was still trash. Yeah, so you, look, you brutal, man. Look, look, brutal, man. I, I, look, agree, I agree. Me look, and Rigo agree. They didn't even get Buddy a blazer, bro. They just put him in the kit with a clout bag. I, I, you know, every week as we go on, the jerseys get uglier and uglier. I, I'm not. I'm. Yeah. It's I, not I, 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 I've made my peace with that. Um, you know, of course, I, I, I got my swag on my jersey, so like, I, I, I'm, I make it hot. So I'm, I'm shouting. Shouts out to Sensi though. In the fashion show, they turned the, the Sensi outfit to a ninja to the mask. Oh, it, it, it turned into Storm Shadows. GI yeah, Joe. Storm- <laughs> <laughs> now he was low key one of my favorites. GI Joe. Oh yeah, Storm Shadows. That that, that dude, man. Shout out to JJ. But it, <laughs> but it's good though that high fashion is looking at MLS for inspiration. Are we saying high fashion? Oh, uh, like I said, it was a runway, so a, a runway show, so you know they. they, they I they, but, but no, but no, guys, guys, you gotta be, you guys, you gotta think positive. That means Adidas is gonna find a designer in this show, and we might get nice returns. But is MLS gonna sign them? Are they gonna? Are they gonna? Is MLS gonna be able, like, yeah, we approve of this designer, and can we just get, can we just get something that's just not white? That's all I want. I, I just want something that's just not white. Like you know, give us yellow, give us blue. Just something that ain't white. Like so, you know, I I, I need a break. I need a break. I, I, I think we'll get it next year. Oh, hopefully, but yes. Uh, now we can talk about the about the home team and all and all this nonsense because it's been it's been another trying week. So we had two games since our match quarter. Yeah, yeah, we had, we had uh, Monterey. Yeah, right here. Right, technically we were right. We like we, we did win the game. We won. We yeah. It. yeah, I think I said two more. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah I, said two. I, I said two goals, but yeah, like, I we did say it, it, that. Um, did I did go back. You gotta go to the tape. Pull the tape. Go to the tape. Pull the tape. Give him a VAR on this one. But hey, shouts out to Section One Hundred Four. What's in the box? What's in the box? We're gonna tape on this one. So what? What? What are you guys? Reaction? No, we'll both we'll both Monterey so, and no, Emerson. So, like, me and Monterey is. I mean, they are. Did they fill, did they fill their 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 top squad or, or did it like? No, like, oh, well, captain didn't even start. Yeah, he didn't even start. Bro, he didn't start. They came down here and just said that. They, 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 they just said like, hey, we're going to Magic City. That's and it. We'll, and we'll that's it. They were like, we're gonna go check out and see what Hattie B's and Slay Vegans hitting on. <laughs> Are you still in line for that? I have it. I drive by the line every time I said I'm not getting out of the car. I'm gonna wait till the hype. I'm gonna wait till the hype's over. The last time I saw a line yeah, that crazy. Popeyes, like. I mean, yeah. Hey, whatever this. Whatever. You ever been to the Popeyes on Old Nashville? <laughs> hey, the slowest lines on the south side. Let me tell you. It's not slower than Zaxby's here on Camp Creek. So give you a run for your money. <laughs> like, the, the last time I saw lines that crazy was actually when Cookout came, first came here. On uh, um, um, Moreland, like yo, like it was like like some months before that line started to slow down. I was like, how many items are on the cookout menu? I don't know. About 
93. They made you wraps around the building. Like, why are you waiting in line? Like driving. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly yeah. like that. Exactly like that. You but, sit and drive the whole way, driving through the season. But Atlanta United in the Monterey game, they showed the flash. They got heart. Of who they can be. It's like, it, it's like Frank was like, you know what? Y'all just have fun. And they was like, we can be ourselves again. And I, it was it, even though it's like we lost, we bombed out. I really enjoyed how we played in Monterey. I want to say that I want to differentiate. You didn't like it? Well, well, well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We we finally did show something other than a four, the three, four, three, four. Mm-hmm. We finally did that. So hey, it's progress. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incremental. Are we turning to are we turning to in the real Atlanta fans where everything just starts to go to shit? Well, I mean, as Frank's enemy was spoiled, and so whether you translate that, I'm about to like 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 you know that word. <laughs> spoiled is spoiled, no matter what language you're yeah. talking. Like that's not, that's not a word that you, that you just break out. It's like you know, I was translated wrong. Like nah, no, I'm no, saying, no, we are, we were spoiled. We were spoiled. We were. Like, you don't say that shit as a coach. You don't. You do not say you that. You don't. But we were. You do not shit on the fans at any point. Right? Until they start. I mean, unless you got a Utah Jazz fan situation. Yeah. And you highlight the individual who has done that, but you do you, never, you, never, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't take that as the whole collective and say, "Hey, no. this is what. This is who no. you are." Like, no, Absolutely. don't do that. No, because pretty soon, as we're seeing from the games, crap. Crowds are getting a little smaller. This last Philadelphia Union game, it was crickets. Now, granted, it was a Union. It was a Sunday night. Yeah. But still, at the end of the day, it wasn't the hottest ticket in town like it was last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's got to be careful with that as a coach. There's that year. You want to talk about Euro Snob? He does. And he's having a true culture shock. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of us as fans if we're willing to support and prove this. Now, it's, it's hard. Here's, 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 here's a silver lining in this. Mm-hmm. You know, Graham won that game one day, right? And it's fast. We're going to be just awesome. No, 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 sorry. We felt like a loss. It, 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 it was an emotional loss. It was an emotional loss. Tony, talk. God damn it. Hey, guys. G Diddy. Hey, Grego, hit him up on Twitter. G Diddy. Bobby Brown, G. <laughs> no, no. I don't know if y'all know this, but I got two Bobby Browns there in this group. Y'all don't know this. You got two capos. You got two capos. <laughs> hey, y'all look there at socials. Some people are like, "Hey, Tony, why weren't you on the capos?" And I was like, "You know what? My two Bobby Browns. They jumped on stage, and someone had a record." Are, 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 are you, are you, are you, you running it though? Is that, is that, is that, right, you running? <laughs> you just here. Like, like, now, half of y'all probably don't know who that is. Google that shit. I'm like a business. I'm taking my own shit. I'm glad but, you brought that up. But that's the, that's the uh, that's the testament 
into what Frank is doing. The, uh, the IX system, that's what we wanted. I'll say that. Like, he is giving our kids, he's giving the people that Tata never gave a chance a chance. Listen. Like, I mean, he is, he's looking like a young guy who is poised and who has all the ability to handle the tough situation. He looked like a first-round draft pick. He did look like a first, a first pick. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. but people forget that like, he was picked before Bressler. Exactly. Yeah. Number one. Last year, people yeah. were like, wow, wow, who? Yeah. But now, he's like, like, bitch, I was before Bressler. Listen, yeah. y'all better recognize. Like, our front office does a great We, Our front office does a great job. They've they, they great personnel. Yeah. They've yeah. they done great things. But Miles, like, we want you on the show, by the way. We do, Miles. I'm, <laughs> hey, the campaign starts now to get Miles on the For the Culture podcast. I'm going to tag him said, on, on, on the look. Yeah. The... the <laughs> The Euro snob aspect is very interesting what you're saying. Because, like I said, you know, you think about the conversations with Frank said, like, I never knew what MLS was. I never knew who Atlanta United was and things like that. So, like, a lot of people still think of MLS in 1996. And they don't realize that we're a top five league now. So, Frank kind of came over here thinking it was going to be a cakewalk. And, like, he's getting kind of like, yo, this is... I really have to. I know, really have to dig deep in my coaching bag. But you know, it reminds me. Of, it actually reminds me of another Dutch coach that came over here. Um, my, my guy, uh, Rude Gullet, who came uh, to L.A. Galaxy yeah. back in back when Beckham first came to uh, to L.A. and to MLS, and like he had he had a similar rough transition as well. And it's like like you have. I think with a lot of European coaches, because the structure is so different over there as compared to here and you have so many more restraints here it's tough to really adjust to that yep. and I think that you really kind of have to unlearn a lot of shit to be able to function and, and succeed here otherwise yeah you'll, you'll just you'll kind of just drive drive yourself we, crazy like, like we talked about that like back in like the, the early days before we hit episode 20 bitch like, 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 hey, hey, drop it on the, hey, drop like, one of Clues Bond. We talk about this. Like, the thing about MLS is different, man. It's like the, like the travel, the rules, and things like that. And you kind of have to have an idea and be versed on it. Right. You know what I mean? And it seems like Frank is learning as he's going. Well, and, and, like, the thing is, this stretch after the international break is going to be his first stretch on the road. Frank, no, he ain't, he, he's not used to this American travel yet. It's going to be really weird how he adjusts to that travel. Holland and Italy and England, they're, they're a lot smaller. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the travel ain't as bad as goddamn going from Atlanta to Dallas to, where did we go? L- L.A., San Jose. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. So let's get into, let's get into actual league play. We played Philly. Like, Philly historically, like. We smoked them last year. Smoked them. Cake hey, it, but it's like it's. I say this. I say this. I will say this. We need. I keep saying this. We need a number ten. I don't like. I don't feel pity. It seems like actually, pity is saying, not up for it. Your, your, your boy Barco's actually been stepping up. Barco had a lucky letter, bro. I said, <laughs> hey, listen, I, I sat in my section and I was like, everybody's like, oh, because everybody knows I'm a, hey, I am a vocal Barco hater. I am anti-Barco. Tell my mad, son. Hey, hey, right. So it's like, look, Barco had a lucky header. But That's Barco looked. better if he got up there because he only was about like 5'2". 
But Barco, I say this. I will posit it. Barco looked like a good super sub. So I, I I don't know if Frank, that was his first touch. That mm-hmm. was his first touch. It's like yeah. I don't know if Frank will use him to utilize him for that. But like him coming off the bench and how technical he is on the ball, mm-hmm. that's kind of what you need to like come in to kind of like change the tactics of the match. What I think the, the part that was that was kind of interesting. First off, they finally started Tito. About damn time. Start that man. But, but, but the, the thing but is, about Tito, the tech was still flat. But Tito still like Tito really shows why Tata didn't play. Tito's stamina. Fuck y'all. It's stamina. I love there. Tito. I love Tito. First half, Tito. First look, hey coach. First half, Tito was great. Second half, Tito, man, he looked like he needed to see out. Because he hasn't been played. That's why he don't stand up, man. Because he hasn't been playing. He like, oh shit, this sixty minutes, fuck. That's why. So maybe okay. It used, used to be good to be a sixty minute man, but not the time. Yeah, that ain't a minute man. But like you saw Tito burn out, and you saw that we need somebody to feed Joseph. Like Joseph was dropping so deep. Okay, so like Joseph was back there with Miles at some points. I was like, bro, what are you doing? But he just wanted to touch the ball. Just let me touch it. Let me like, like, smell it. Like, man, what I got? No, but I don't know who's gonna be that person. I, I so badly want my boy Darlington Nagby to be that number ten. Mm-hmm. I want him to be a playmaker. No. I, I, I want I, him to be it because I'm like pity. I like pity. I, I just. Don't. I think pity is de- definitely better set. Better. Uh, I, I do too. I really think Biddy should, but he kind of. Uh, I mean, like he was, both, both he was on a fucking island on Sunday. He was he, on an island. Here's here's the issue that you have, of course, like from what Excuse we saw. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but um, what I've noticed, like before uh, this past Sunday, was that, and what I think I've kind of come to the conclusion too is that when you have both Pity and Barco together, given that they both play similar styles, they kind of cancel each other out as far as how effective they can be. So, what you probably need is ha- is to have a guy like Tito, uh, whether he's up front with, with Joseph, or whether you still keep a, a three-man front line. And just so that way you have one guy that's basically your 10. That, that, that's basically what you're still missing. Right that's what I keep saying. We need, I've said it four episodes straight. We don't have a 10. And I think that like so whether it's Pity, whether it's Barker, whether it's Nagby, it has to be somebody. Someone has to step the fuck up. And I'm hoping that, you know, with with the fact that we're out of Champions League, I think that's actually a positive for mm-hmm. us. So that way we're not, we're not, we're not gassed anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then secondly, uh, with the international break coming up, uh, you, you have time to actually you know, get more in depth and actually get to know your players to like, like what actually works. I'm hoping that what you uh, what you end up with is that you, you have something that works better with your personnel because you know I'm not more I'm not more of a the four out guy. I'm more of a four the three four three out. Get that shit out. Like, it's just we're not suited for it. You yeah. got a 35 year old. 22 year old and then LGP is 26 yeah. it's weird it's a weird balance yeah and it's like okay and like maybe maybe um uh Frank feels like he knows that Pogba is would be his center mid I mean center defender he's gonna start phasing uh, Parker's out mm-hmm. so that's why he's like okay I'm just trying to get uh fucking Pogba fit 
So right. then we'll start, like as I said, Pogba came in, he played back there and things like that. Yeah. So like maybe Frank has a plan, we just aren't. Being MLS fans, we're not soccer savvy enough to understand what his plan is quite yet. Yeah, I mean, like, like you know, it, it took uh, Tata a little bit to really mm-hmm. uh, figure things out. But, of course, back then, everyone was still new. Like, so you had a little bit of excuse to, like, now most of the team is, has been around for all three years. Mm-hmm. So it's That's like, the frustrating part. It's exactly. like, like so, so Sunday, um, I was in the stadium. You were in the stadium. Yeah. You saw it on TV. What? I brought. Oh, can I highlight this? Alright, so a little bit for the culture, for the love of the city. Uh, Lane and I blessed us talking the streets with uh, 60 tickets to take some of our kids. And what was beautiful about this as well was that um, some kids from our Vine City kids literally lived down the street from the stadium. Walking has never been to a Lane and I game or a Falcons game. And never Falcons gave her way too much, by the way. I know. We ain't. I mean, Saying. But um, they'd never been to a game, and so those tickets gave them the opportunity to go How to How come you didn't tell us? Bruh. He told me, but I, I, I try to get my cousin, like, you know, but, you know, the tickets were exclusive. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's dope, man. Did so, they have a good time? Heck yeah. I mean, like, it was it was cool for them to, like, experience the culture up there. Yeah. And so I think I text y'all, but I was there in the supporter section behind Philly. Philly supporter section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of entertainment off of that. Yeah. And there was a that was shouts out to our Parcetos brothers. There was a Philly Parcetto there, like yeah. with the sombrero on. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, like man, I can knock that sombrero <laughs> off. <laughs> like, man, come on, man. This the original Parcetos is up in our section, so yeah. But um nah, it was cool. So yes. I was in the building. Yeah. And so, it, so I want to talk about kind of like it was, I don't know if it's the, the anxiety of the fan base, but like the stadium was just tense. Oh, it, 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 I remember when you sent that text, it was like, it was mad quiet. Yeah. Not, yeah. I won't say quiet, but it was just wasn't so dude, it, Yeah. Dude. It, it, it's like, and I kept telling like people in my section, I was like, you got to remember every game is like, oh, like a thousand people's first game. They don't know the chance. They don't know like when to stand, when to cheer, and it like it just felt like everyone sold their tickets that used to be in there. The newbies, the normies, like the normies. Yeah. And we're being on a Sunday at seven p.m. That was and that was the thing. It was Sunday night. Was, yeah. Although Fulton, ca- Fulton although, County had a teacher work day, teacher work day, it went, right? Which why kids went with but us. But according, you know according, <laughs> according to Atlanta United, all the fans live on the north side, so Gwinnett County wasn't out. So it's weird that no one was there. Oh, yeah, Results right. should be out. Yeah, I'm hoping getting political. We get, we, you know we old. We, we, <laughs> we old. But no, so like I really want to say like it was just frustrating to see. It's like it's like Frank is like he's like he's building up our defense. Our defense has it's been lackluster for two years to be honest with you. But it's like now Miggy's not there. We have no one feeding the forwards. So right. it's like the defense is working hard. Defense is starting like with Miles they Robinson. Are. They are, they are working. It's hard. they're getting stronger, they're getting more experience and stuff like that. 
So it's funny you say this, and then you you're kind of alluding to it. I think you're getting to it. I, I'm sorry that I interjected. No, you're fine. But oh, y'all could do it. Is, is, is it light skin thing? No. Y'all cap. Y'all came We been. I told you when you came to my house, I had a brown paper bag. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I was ready to do the test. We have been suppressed for so long. That's why y'all came for, for yeah. miles so hard. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. <laughs> hey, we. Exactly. Hey, Miles Robinson, we back like I'll be right. sure. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts on our brow and everything. Let's bro. go. Come on. Let's go. I might get the Robinson jersey that's, that's, next and week. Joseph is light skinned, bro. He is. I tell you, he is one wave cap away from being one of us. Seriously. Ever since he got that haircut, I was like, yo. I'm, I'm he's about to get away. I'm telling you. Yeah. Someone get that man I'm a sport. He get the W. Listen, listen. He can do rag. All he needs is a weather girl from the news, bro. He, bro he's going to become you a know brother. You know Jovita. Yeah, he's going to become a brother. Oh, 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 oh. You can't have Jovita. No, 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 no. Nah, man. I bet you, Jovita. I, go see if she's following mm-hmm. I bet. Oh, that's the test. Don't do that. I bet. Don't that's do that. Like, can she, he can have, go, go have Sine or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, fam. But, so... Atlanta United, I don't want to harp on it too long, so let's go. Like, like Philly, they did what, like, everyone is coming here. They know that Mercedes-Benz is a fortress. They're coming here, they're capitalizing. Like, Brad Guzon is getting exposed. No, so, so hold like, on, Like, Bill Hamid cursed this man, bro. Hamid, Hamid did curse, but, but uh, two things. Is it Hamid or is it Hamid? I've been saying Hamid, Hamid for, like, five years, bro. But, but here's the thing, two things. One... The kid that, that scored uh, Yeah, the shouts out to him. He's a home Brendan Harrison, like, I've been hearing cats call him the American Kaka. <laughs> now, now, I went back and watched the game on Monday, mm-hmm. and yo, like, for him to be 18 and pretty much running the show, like, that's amazing. And I'm hoping that, you know, hopefully he'll do that shit again for, like, against us, but I'm hoping that that's the kind of kid that you see for the national team in, in, in the near future because, you know, of course, we're going to get on the on the USA team after the, um, after the uh, Rocks interview, but that's something that is extremely encouraging. Like, even like the guys that I, that I normally follow, like, they really haven't heard too much about, about him. And to see him go out there on his debut, he was bossing. I think that it only uh, it only sends out good ways as far as like what's happening within our MLS Academy so that you know hopefully there's there's, there's more guys behind of course we got we got our stack of guys here in Atlanta but you know we want to make sure that that MLS Academies are developing guys not that actually get promoted to the first team because that's always like like we talked about like back from the beginning like it's very hard from going to the academy to the first team and then once you're on the bench and actually make make right it to yeah. make it into to the eleven and everything mm-hmm. like, like that whole progression is hard work. Have you seen that proposal? Like some people even talking about like a tiebreaker as far as like, you know, points are tied at the end of the season or whatever. And that someone was even suggesting the idea that, you know, of course you go to possibly homes in a way, you know, who won the matchups or whatever. But also who possibly had more homegrown minutes played. That you know, that's a big thing in my So that's rewarding the team 
people using their homegrown talent. And, and I think that that's always been something that I think MLS has fallen short on is that it's one thing when you say you signed a homegrown player. Like, matter of fact, DC never just signed, signed a guy on Monday uh, that's, that came out of their academy. They're 12th guy that came out of their academy. And, but the problem is, is that it's one thing to say that you signed, it's nothing to say that you played, it's nothing to say that you actually started and actually did in like regular minutes because, you know, it's it's all sugar-coated if, if you just say that, that you signed him and then he, all, he, all he does ended up on on your second team in USL and you never hear from him again. Like, it, the important thing is that you have guys that are actually getting promoted and to the first team and actually getting promoted because that means that you're at, your academy's actually working. Definitely. And that's the only way that you can say that, hey, your, your shit's actually working. Otherwise, you you're not too much different from any other academy that's out here that's doing pay for play, and you're just like, hey, we got someone that's local, but you never play. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be. I mean, as far as like the home team goes, you know, Andrew got in last game. Yeah. How many? What, what minute did he come in? I like think like a, a good twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Bello hasn't touched the field in a sense. Since. 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 Cook, Cook hasn't played. Cook hasn't played. Cook hasn't played. Cook hasn't played. It's like, Sorry, you, you know, it's, it's, it led United, for us to be champions like that, it's like, okay, where's the development at? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, you know, I don't want to harp, but we've been on the fucking home team for a minute. But that's going to be Frank's test. That's kind of what everyone said that Frank's going to be that guy for mm-hmm. Is he's gonna give our kids a chance and give them confidence? Okay. So if he does that, I'm with. Like I said, Marco scored. Marco got that monkey off his back. Mm-hmm. Scored a goal in a, in a in a competitive match. Cool. So who? So that's who, first time, by the way. Yeah. Who gets? It's crazy. So it's like, yeah, no. It, you it's gotta crazy. think about it. It's crazy. So it's like, who gets the chance next? He, Marco's not a homegrown player, but he's so he feels like it. Yeah. He feels yeah. like it, right? Because the way the fans are is like, this, you, is, so is, is, isn't, um, we invested so much. Isn't in his brother in the academy as well? No, his brother. No. It's LGPs. L- yeah, yeah. No, LG. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say. So. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. yeah, it is Barco. It it Barco's brother plays with Academy. And we're thinking of LGP something else for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Later. I won't talk about that. We'll keep that shit. We're gonna put him on blast. Yeah, we're gonna put that man on blast. But no, no, no. But it's it's gonna be it's that's Frank's test. So like like you said, no, you said no Frank out. I want to trust the process. Yeah, I do too. Frank hasn't had a chance to bring his players in that he I wants want to bring grow as a coach. I want like the thing is I want him to get a chance, but in the same vein, Tyrion Reed needs a job. He knows MLS. And MLS right now, we have no brothers coaching. We got a lot of assistant coaches in. We got a lot. Hey, listen, we have a black assistant coach in Atlanta. That's something. And a lot of Listen, a lot of his name is Orlando. His name is No, I'm calling Lando. I'm calling Lando. Listen, his mama called Lando. I'm calling Lando. 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 Listen. That's Lando, man. But like but and there's a lot of there's a lot of black coaches that are coaching in like the development for the academies. So it's like MLS. I'm gonna need to see a Rooney rule, bro. It's, it's, it's weird with soccer because mm. no, because like don't throw them no bail, bro. No, because here's the thing, because like 
In, uh, in the other sports, let's, be, let's, let's dive into this shit, please. In the other sports, you have is basically all American coaches, right? Mm-hmm. In soccer, of course, you, you have it's, coaches from all over. Yeah, but majority of MLS coaches, okay. no, majority of MLS coaches are from here. They're part of the country club. Okay, so but this country club is unique. Right. So as far as they're, they're all U.S. national team players, so U.S. soccer is very unique. First, as we know, especially as coming up from the youth level, it used to be like you had to have like a British coach because if you had a British accent, they assumed that you knew the game. You knew the game. Right. Well, we love you, Cab. We love you, Cab. Cab, you ain't know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but he doesn't know who to support. <laughs> Liverpool. But we don't talk about that. Anyway, um. Can we talk about Liverpool? We'll get to, we'll get to that. After, after, after the choke of the century. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Anyway, but so you have either the Liverpool thing or you have the access thing, which is the country club. And that has been the boys club of, you know, the British arenas, the, you know, that whole crew of U.S. soccer players there, the white boys that just... Have always hired within the comfort mm-hmm. and it's either one of those. And there's never been this trust within other cultures to coach their teams, whether it be Hispanic, whether it be Caribbean, whether it be African African, not African American, but African African. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's never been a trust stateside as far as coaching talents. Mm-hmm. Even on the youth level. It's a struggle. So, going up higher and higher and higher, we won't see that representation until some teams make some drastic changes. It's coming. It's coming. Drastic changes? No. I mean, it's going to be incremental. It's going to be. No, I, I it's going to be. It's going to be. Uh, I, I think it's going to be. It's a snail's pace. When I, you look, when you, like I said, when you, when you look at like a lot of these, um, these clubs, it's a lot of kids that look like us. When you look around this country, I agree. Yeah. It's a lot of kids that look like us. So a lot of these ownerships are gonna like we need to get a buy-in for these kids. They're gonna need to like like fall in line or somebody like that. So I really think there's gonna be a lot of former players of color getting a, 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 a chance. Like I, I think in the next five years we're gonna. Well, see this it. this is my hope. Yeah, I I, 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 I see it. Because I, it. It's not because they. It's not because like they've earned the stripes. It's because they want to keep these kids here in MLS in the system. Well, this I I I hope you're right, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I think what also is going to play a factor is that what we're we've talked about with the national team is going to play a factor as well too, because obviously when teams do the hiring process, they're going to want to know what's your level of experience of playing, coaching, and now that we're starting to see more players get these. Minutes, crucial minutes. We don't just have to worry about Eddie Pope. We don't have to worry about just Kobe Jones. We don't have to worry about now. I mean, Tim Howard. I can't wait for Jermaine Jones to work. Yo, seriously, seriously. Oh, I, I know he's getting his badges. I know he's he getting his badges. He's wearing his badges. And so, he's got European experience. He's got local experience. You know what I'm saying? Eddie Johnson. Like, you know what I'm Charlie saying? Davies. Right. Like, so you have, like, we're now starting to get into a generation where we've seen a good percentage of players have valuable like experience internationally and playing for the country as well too mm-hmm. and so it, I think it's going to be incremental but at the same time 
hate to say it, but we're going to see some people die off. We are. <laughs> I mean that literally and figuratively. We are. And, and I mean that from an ownership standpoint. I mean that and from, from a, and from an organizational standpoint. organizational standpoint. Yeah. I mean that from a sponsorship standpoint. Like I mean every across the board. U.S. soccer is still a fucking country club. And don't forget, it's like it's actually. There was but I don't a, mean the foundation because they play for. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, the FIFA had a meeting here uh, in Miami this past week. Sorry. Uh, they had a meeting in Miami here uh, this past weekend, matter of fact, and uh, there was a letter that was uh, signed by 125 lower division clubs asking FIFA to look into uh, changing the structure of U.S. soccer because, of course, for people who don't already know, it's, it's largely a closed system. So basically, wherever you are, unless you buy into MLS, yeah, you basically it's, it, and that's all I've heard like, about this. Oh yeah. Uh, so they they petitioned FIFA to look yeah. into U.S. soccer. Yeah. Is, is there even it more like it's the definition of pay to play? Like, yeah. You have to like, you do, like, you like, do, like if you look if you look at the structure is there any, of is there yeah. any update how that conversation went? Probably not. Uh, that's fucked up. There's a lot of leagues here. Yeah, and, and, like people don't realize, like there's there's so many clubs and teams all over this country. You know, it's just that not all of them are obviously referring. So it's out to the Clovers. Yeah. Well, you know, even when we went to Memphis, I mean, like the USL is exciting. It is. I think the USL has a lot of potential. But and, they and, work, with their, they, and with they their restructuring, they ass right. off to get there. Bro. Right. And there's, I mean, there's guys who have, and like, you know, shots out Memphis 901, of course. We, just came from there and everything. Like they got players who are playing international minutes. Yeah, yeah, they got they, they, they got guys. That, this they, is just USL. Like this is not like we're not talking about some like some podunk league, right? You know, these are guys who are actually getting valuable caps, right? And so and I'm not trying to say they're you know they're, they're major game changers, but they can. There's quality there, right? And I think that. Yes, we need do we, we ever cover that? Or, or we haven't. We, we we'll, we'll that we'll, should be one. We flirted we should, should do a deep dive. We flirted out. No. We should really do We talked about with Cav. Can we do it? We, we'll no. do this week. No. Not right now. No. no. Not right now. No. No. We should. No auto. No. 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 Okay. We should do it. No, no, no. We should do that. What's the Gold Cup? Isn't that like yeah, it's, it's, it's still around. It's like, no, it's because Kamala Ball said, fuck you, it's not. We're not doing your tournament. Yeah, that's right. That's what it hey, is. Sorry. Hey, hey, breaking news, not breaking news. Well, while you're looking that up, yeah. One p- since 1 p.m., right, they announced the, uh, the Hall of Fame candidates for 2019. Am I on there? It, they got your resume from, from I don't know from, from Have y'all seen it Like I'm sorry To throw a curveball It's uh, Thanks a lot Omaha <laughs> <laughs> Seriously But um, it, It's so So Hall of Fame candidates Greg Vanny mm-hmm. Chris Armstrong Greg Armstrong okay. Puerto Rico stand up yeah, Mike Burns John Doyle Chris um, Henderson Dom, Dom Kinnear Okay Mike Sober um, I know about half that list so yeah, I do half the list, but like this, so these guys are eligible. It's crazy that uh, uh, Taylor Twelve he still hasn't been. What? He still hasn't been. Well, see, but here's the thing about Twelve. He, 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 he has goals in MLS. It did. His goals were all at MLS, but he really doesn't have an extensive national team career. Right. He, 
it's it's fucked up, but his impact is like you take a guy like soccer. He should he honestly he should at least get a look. Like you take guys like Twelman, guys like Wanda, guys like Chad Marshall, guys who basically made their name in MLS and did incredible success, but it never really Stop. it never really translated Stop. to the national team. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I just gotta highlight that uh your boy Ringo just it's still capable for this top five. Had, I mean, we haven't said it because we do this every episode, basically. But he flashed a five for top five. Top five because as Grego, as Grego is highlighting these guys' careers and their impact within the MLS. Mm-hmm. So those of you that have listened to this podcast have followed our lead. You can find him at the Ringo Show. By hey, the way, the Ringo Show. At me, bro. <laughs> hey, but no, but but like you said, these guys have put in their work in yeah. MLS. They have grown MLS to where it is now. Where we have players like PT, we have players like Zlatan, Rooney. You know, we have these players that are in this league. It's not Rooney. It's Rooney. It's Rooney. <laughs> how, how old are they? How old are they? Taylor Twelve? No, no that? I'm saying Rooney is like Zlatan. Rooney is thirty four. Rooney's thirty two. He just looks 40. Yeah, he just looks old as shit. Can we talk about the hair plugs thing? Like, I mean, he did the same thing LeBron did. So, I know what I'm you know. saying. Like, don't you no. need like upgrade, re-up on that shit? Do you re-up on? Okay. I think you have to. Yeah, you I got you to have re-up. To. Yeah, you yeah. got to re-up on the plug. Red I mean, caps. Not, not everybody can do I got the, red caps. Not everybody can do the team ball, man. Not everybody can do it. So, so. Some people got that, that Scotty Pippen look going on, and it doesn't quite work. Rony's 33. Yeah. God, he's 33? Yes. God. That's what Damn. I'm saying. That, that, like, y'all be trying to age life. my guy, man. He lived a hard <laughs> life, man. I thought he was 38, 39, man. He lived a hard life. God, Bro, damn. He is young, man. I mean, I know he did boxing for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Knocked out. Damn. <laughs> 33? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. He still got six good years. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're motherfucking top five leagues. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know if he's if he got the, got them gigs legs. Like, I don't know. Uh, he got to do some yoga. Yeah. That was gigs. That was gigs. I, I've always said yoga is Ponce de Leon. Okay, and what's the founder you? One of the best. One of the best assistants in in the history of the game. Yeah, baby. I put it. I put it on my LinkedIn. So I put it post the gig. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, your link then? What? Wait, what? Please. Hey, say more. I was lost. Hey, I'm confused. Let me tell you. I'm intrigued. I have more. I said word at the I, same listen, time. Let me tell y'all. I'm gonna oh, see if y'all need um, to delete my post. I was like, <laughs> your career isn't judged on the goals you score, uh-huh. but the people you assist on the rise up. That's deep. Bars, <laughs> hey, bars, bro. Tony. Who have you assisted today? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get back on track. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we got, we got, we got this interview coming up, man. We got, we got our man Rock Spontane from, Apo- from Apollo Culture. We did an interview with him. I spit all on my laptop. Mm-hmm. Get, get it together, man. Yo, um, interview with Rocks, man. Y'all gonna like this, man. Yeah, our, our guy, of course, we met up with him back in last November through um, during the playoffs when uh, New City FC came down here. God broke ass whooped. Uh, broke bread with him like he's a mad cool guy. I actually, I've known him for like, like at least a good six, seven months now. I actually didn't hold, realize. Hold, wait, hold on a second. Hey, Ringo. I'm sorry, Gregor. Drop something. Hey, hey, I said, boy, hey, Gregor, we dropping them names, boy. <laughs> 
Greg, oh, hey, Greg, the most industry member of this group, man. Right? Hey. I'm over here making connections. We got 20 listeners a week, and Greg goes, man. I'm over here making connections, Drop this, sir. Greg don't know everybody, man. But no, like, when I met him back in November, I actually didn't realize that he, actually, just about like not even a month ago, that he used to run Third Rail supporters group up at NYC. And so, of course, for those people who don't know, there's been a lot of uh, articles out there recently as far as neo-Nazis uh, and uh, with the New York City supporters uh, culture. And of course, from Kevin, his perspective, we wanted to have him on, discuss that, and you know, kind of get kind of get on the ground feedback as far as like what's what's happening there because yeah, like, that's 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 just crazy because like you know, for New York City to be as diverse as it is. To have that kind of element is kind of disappointing. But at the same time, you know, they probably those guys probably look, look at that shit and say, "Hey, let's infiltrate this shit and, and try to make this shit to what we want to be." I'm like, "Nah, fuck that. Like, nah, y'all can't have this shit. You know, we 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 gotta we gotta keep that, that element out. As they say, don't cross the line, don't cross the <laughs> don't cross the street, don't cross none of that shit." He's so <laughs> industry, bro. He's God, he is, man. <laughs> hey, so hey, listen. Y'all listen to this interview with, you know, with, with us and Rocks. Yeah, we'll be back after the break. We'll, we'll talk, about, talk about the national team, Champions League, all that stuff. But yeah, we'll, we'll be right back. So, we are here with Rox Fontaine. We've actually known Rox for a hot minute. We uh, we got linked up with him last year through, you know, through Instagram. Found out about, he actually runs uh, another culture group called Apollo Culture up in New York. So, Apollo, Apollo North. Apollo North. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's good with you, man? I'm chilling, man. Drinking, drinking down some bourbon while I chat with y'all. Yeah, Give y'all the classic. Classic. Yeah, ladies. You hear him? He cultured. He cultured. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, man. Like, like we've been talking about uh, uh, through the episode. Of course, we wanted to link up with you uh, uh, the past few weeks. Uh, of course, the uh, stuff that came out. Uh, well, actually, for those apparently this issue has been going on pretty much since the NYCFC has been started playing back in 2015 and um, art- articles recently came out talking about you know there's neo-nazis and there's within the supporters group there hasn't been too many uh too much action by uh by the front office and what i found out was that rocks actually ran uh one of the supporters groups up there the third rail and i wanted to have you on and uh, kind of get your respect as far as what's been going on so i wanted to uh go ahead and start off so like Tell me about, you know, I guess like what you did with um, with Third Rail and like what was your role with them? So I took over Third Rail pretty much midway through the first season. Um, the club was growing super fast. Um, members were coming in left and right. Like I, I was member okay. number 384. So I remember when they hit 500, then 700, then 1,000, 1,400. I was like, yo. 
Anyway, you come, you long story in. short, on, halfway through the season. Alright, cool. Yep. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah, you were saying like, like what, uh, what was going on with the uh, third rail? Yeah. So like midway through the season, um, the group had grown to about fourteen hundred members, and for whatever reason, things okay. fell apart. I don't know all the ins and outs and why and who and whatever, nor do I care. But shit hit the fan and the president at that time was he stepped down or was forced out or whatever and they were like all right we need a president who wants to run so by this time i'd already been a member i'd been out to events and stuff um i was trying to get on the board actually because they kept asking yo we need help with this we need help with that and i would apply and i would never get a response and then all of a sudden like nobody's there they need a president so i ran for president i don't think anybody else ran and i won i got up um and i was like i know exactly what to do because for me like the whole thing like right off the rip like the culture wasn't right it was a free-for-all you know what i mean brand new team um when planning yankee stadium nobody really knows each other so everything is just like a frenzy and everybody's like clawing for space and who wants to be this and wants to be that and trying to trying to build a reputation and build a name and da 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 so it was just crazy so I came in like look this is what we doing all this is wild and this is the way it's gonna go so I started cleaning things up with finances that was a whole big thing nobody knew where the money was going um and mind you, you're talking about 1,400 people at $30 a head that's a lot of, that's so, a lot of that's money a lot. nobody know where it's at Right. So I came in like, yo, where's the money? Who has the bank account? It was just a complete mess. So long story short, to skip all the nonsense, I took the group from a deficit of $4,000 to about $100,000 in revenue in my first season. I cleaned up a lot of mess, made a lot of noise, um, started resetting the culture of the third rail, did some cool stuff, um, and, and just really embedded myself in the culture of New York City Football Club and particularly the third rail. So year two, you know, it was more about like, all right, it was a mess last year. Now we got to like, we just got to do a whole bunch of cool stuff and like reignite the fire because like people talking trash about us on this side and they this and they that. And I'm like, none of that is true. And all the people that y'all are talking about that created that mess are in y'all groups now. So like, what are you talking about? So, you know, it's just a lot of like resetting stuff and getting everything straight um, on paper so that we can do more organized stuff because you can't just like up and do stuff without having a clear, uh, clear and concise goal that everybody's working towards. It's just too many people going in too many different directions. So through all of this, you have a lot of hype because the team is so new and they're really pushing one the expansion rivalry between uh nycfc and orlando city which yeah. ain't really no rivalry <laughs> everyone, yeah. everyone wants to make yeah and then of course the yeah. red bull rivalry so that one was like actual heat. 
because they would come over here and make a fuss and we would go over there and make a fuss and no, it was messy. I, so that was like was the messy. real the Cosmos one. Oh yeah, I was there for that too. <laughs> yeah. Y'all be living in New York, man. <laughs> I damn near like to kill somebody that night, boy. I remember watching that one on YouTube. It was wild. I've never seen a U.S. Open Cup match that hot ever. Like, that shit was fucking incredible. Again, man, we used to move heavy, heavy. But it was kind of in a bad way. Like, it was good energy, of course. You know, people want that, like, excitement. They want that, you know, large number energy. But like I said, man, it was a free-for-all. Like, there was no defined culture. So it just got out of control real mm-hmm. fast. And with every, like I said, in different directions like that, you got 1,400 people out at a damn semi-pro stadium. And security don't even know how to handle a crowd this large. And you got fights breaking out every five feet. It was just a mess, mm-hmm. man. So, so, um, so tell me, like, so... Like, All of that. I, I did a little bit of uh, research, um, you know, going into, you know, talking to you. Like, I actually found out, like, there were articles about the issues with the supporters, like, like I said, going back to the beginning. So, like, when did you start noticing you know, things were starting to get, get a little wild? So, I always recognized them, but it kind of works out like this. And this is the issue that everybody has is we know what they look like, but that's profiling <laughs> you know what i mean if following you walk into the stadium you see a dude with a skinhead and tattoos out the ass and they just look like trouble they got on their glasses they all dressed in all black like you know what the look is like hooliganism is that's a whole look it's a whole vibe you know what i mean you know what it is when you see it so like what do you do though you can't unless they do some. You can't really say nothing. Right. So I've seen them. Everyone has seen them. Now the reports of there being Nazi flags and the support. All oh, that's wild, man. What it is is a very, very small contingent of people. It's probably like seven or eight of them in total. There's like Eastern European dudes. Like I said, bald tats and all that. They all rode together. Most of them have been banned since like year one. Okay. Because like I said in the beginning, it was a free for all, and they were just doing dumb shit all the time getting in the fight everywhere we went um getting the fights at the bars outside just just nonsense everywhere we went everywhere we went the whole dust up at red bull arena by the bar that was them same people oh, that was them so, yeah, hey I, like i got the link up right now that fight outside that bar yeah that was all them man so that's been happening for years um like i said the team banned most of them um Cause I haven't seen the ones I really remember seeing. I haven't seen them in like probably. I saw them the first year towards the end of the season, and then that was it. Okay. Uh, but there's this one, the one that everybody's talking about now, Irv. He's been around, uh, huddled up with, um, what's in there? NYC SC. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So that we've heard about as well in the article. Yeah, so they are basically former third rail members that split off. They was the ones that whatever the mess was, they were there when it happened. Now, who's responsible for what? I don't know. I don't even give a fuck. But it is without question that they were there. Okay. So they split off 
started NYCSC because they wanted, again, this is the beginning. Everybody wants this official status, not realizing that that shit don't mean nothing, mm-hmm. really. Um, so they wanted to be an officially recognized group by the club and do their own thing. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Go right ahead. So they went like five or six groups got together started pooling their resources to hit whatever the requirements were for New York City Football Club to recognize them as an official supporters club so in the midst of all that Irv was hanging out with the hooligans and hooligans are a member of NYCSC so what their what their books look like and who's on their membership roster and all that, I don't know. I don't give a shit. But if you saw Irv, he was with them. That's without question. Gotcha. So all this all this um questions about who he's with, it doesn't even matter. We know who he was rolling with. And that was by design. Cause he knew all of them know, like, I don't play that shit. Like, don't bring none of that over here. That's not what a third rail is about. That's not what we're doing. That energy don't belong here. It's not welcome at all. Gotcha. So let me let so me let me ask kind of what you guys are doing up there with the third rail and the other supporters groups to kind of like say like like fuck this fascist shit. Like what are like what are things that you guys are doing to kind of isolate them outside the culture? Ain't no you guys. I can't tell you. Okay. Because I stepped down at the top of 2018. So, so what exactly kind of large Yeah, what made you walk away? What made you walk away from the supporter culture? Because in my mind, the energy that so like right in in simple terms, right? Supporters culture is about everybody sticking together. We all support the same team, and we all, despite our differences politically, religiously, or whatever, economically. We come together under the umbrella of this club and we celebrate football and and we have fun together for game days. Right. A hundred percent on that. What I was not on is all the dumb shit that half the supporters was trying to do while the other half was trying to like, yo, we just trying to come to a game, cheer, sing. Drink a couple beers and go home. Yeah, sounds familiar. So, so, sounds familiar down here in Atlanta. <laughs> it's the same everywhere. It's the same everywhere. It's not exclusive to New York City. Like this, it just is what it is. There's a large contingent of people that want to live one lifestyle of soccer, and there's a large contingent of people that want to live a whole another one. And they always gonna clash. So I stepped away because I got sick of that energy, man. Like fighting against that type of energy. Now, to say the whole section is Nazis, absolutely not true. Yeah. To say they're racist, who there's varying degrees of that, I don't know. But what I can tell you is that the people that they're talking about in that article, they exist. They were in the goddamn supporter section. That's without question. They were always trouble. Every time something happened, they were somehow involved. Like, like that's not up for debate. Yeah. So I sick of fighting with that because I was trying to push the third rail and the, the supporter culture as a whole away from that type of energy because it just makes everybody look back every time you go somewhere something happened and the seat getting pulled off somebody got punched in the face somebody's bleeding somebody's getting tased this that third that the smoke bombs this, blah, 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 every time and it's just like bruh can we just go watch a game and go home please 
know what I mean? So I got sick of that energy, got sick of fighting with my own board at the time, got sick of fighting with members and this. I'm just like, I ain't on that shit, man. Like, you know what it is, how we get down. Like, we on some, this is what we doing. We chilling. It's about good energy. And if you ain't on that, then go ahead and do you. So that's how I ended up leaving. It was just like all of that. All of those things combined, it, it was just exhausting, man. And, and to for for what end? What do you get out of it? Absolutely nothing. All right, so Ross, I got a question. I know mm-hmm. we're talking about all this negative energy that's going through the culture up there. Well, highlight some of the positive energy that's coming through the culture that you got going with with your NYCFC fans going on. There. What are some things that brings you back to the game every weekend? Um, what brings me back, man, is just building relationships around the stadium in and around the stadium you know what i mean hanging out at the dugout bar super relaxed you could pick any bar really in the area there um you know obviously these were all primarily baseball bars until soccer came around so now you know everybody has kind of like the vibe down they understand um, the energy a little bit better. Have y'all converted them into like full out soccer balls, or are they still going to be like nah. half, you know, half soccer sometimes and half baseball still? Nah, it's going to be eighty percent baseball and it's going to be soccer. <laughs> <laughs> get some, get some of the pinstripes and uh, then watch the <laughs> Even though you like you and I have talked before, like money. to me, there's no reason why in the world. Uh, there, there's a New York City team that's 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 taking the, the identity of a of a city from anywhere. Like New York, New York should be New York, and and be proud of that shit. <laughs> right. But the problem is, is New York is everything and nothing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And this is the issue. This is the issue that's happening right now. Is for me, NYCFC's voice should be exclusively through the lens of hip hop. Period. Like you could you could fight me on it, you could debate it. I don't give a shit. For me, <laughs> for a NYCFC's Bronx, voice, it kind of makes sense. You see, that's the thing about this sport, man. It's a lot of clubs refuse to accept this hip hop element that they can tap into. Mm-hmm. But you see, everybody trying to trying to get on it now. I just seen DC posting Gold Link with Rooney. I'm like, oh, what? Hey, you saw that? You saw the the, the Lucci game in Dallas? That shit. Yeah. So that's my girl Bailey. So Bailey down there in Dallas, she's on it. Like she really embraced. The girl listens to everything, bro. Music nonstop all the time. So she she really really on that. It's like it's authentic with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I gotta brag about the home team, man. The fact that we had Goody Ma this yeah, past yeah, weekend. Goody Ma was in the stadium. Yeah. Yo, it, like. It's undeniable, man. Y'all really set the format for how all this shit goes going forward. Like it's clear as day. You see Philly switch their whole voice up on on social media. They yeah. Instagram crap. Yeah. Well, well, look, I, you know, I throw Philly. I, I shoot Philly some bail. They've always kind of had that Philly. You know, uh, like they've always had a little hip hop in it. But every time they did it, uh-huh. their fans would just like revolt against. Them. And that kind of yeah, goes back to you know, like <laughs> I think that the, the sentiment that, that you get with a lot of a lot of supporters, where like you you have some supporters who want to have that Eurocentric kind of kind of deal. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I think it's possible that one you, you can have that, but at the same time, you have a culture here that that I think that is too good to deny. 
you know, whether it's whether it's hip hop, shit. Depending on where you're at, like you know, whether it be country music, like you know, like, you know it's heard of whatever. You know what I'm like, like there's plenty of shit to work with here, and it's a matter of you know incorporating all that into making something that's uniquely yours. And yeah, think about Austin FC when they come to play. Yeah, yeah. You think about their culture and how all the music. Austin, Nashville, Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, them to be yourself. Are we gonna do a for the culture Nashville country twang version? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, we're, we're pro Memphis over here. We're working out. But hey, but Rock, hey, let's talk about yeah. Apollo Coach. Yeah, boy, now that's, that's a dope shit. Yeah, that's a dope I, I love the content and shit y'all do, man. I'm a fan. I'm we're a real fan. Fans of that shit. So kind of tell kind of how to get started. Um, what you guys are working on now. So um, the whole idea behind the Power Culture Club was really to execute on a bunch of ideas that I had that I wasn't able to see through because of all the nonsense I was dealing with at the time. So now it's like just complete freedom to be creative, to go in any direction I want to go in, when I want to go in it, and tell the stories that I want to tell how I want to tell them, right? So what we did was we just like, yo, fuck all this like insular nonsense, right? What we're going to do is we're going to get out and we're going to go into spaces where our people already are and introduce them to the game. Because we all know the game is open, right? Yeah. Everybody, welcome, come one, come all. But that's cool if you even have the idea of where to go to find it. And I'm like, that's how that's not how you grow a thing to grow something like you got to put effort into it. You want to grow a plant. You got to put the seeds in the ground. You know what I mean? You can't just like leave them somewhere on a table. And be like, yeah, it's like, yo, you could grow. I mean, you over there, you a seed. you could grow. No, you got to take the seed, put it in the ground, put the soil on it, cover it up, put some water on it, put some nutrients in there, give it some sunlight. You know what I mean? That's what we're trying to do. We're going into spaces where people already are and like one-to-one introduce them to the game. Hey, you ever been to a soccer game? No? Bet. You want to go? Yeah, I'll check it out. All right, bet. I got two tickets for you. You bring them in. We show them a good time. Show them the energy. And they love it, man. And we're doing that not just in New York City. we like, yo, we, we, we trying to run the Northeast. If we could take this over, because I go to every regional game. I'm going to do it in Philly. I'm going to do it in D.C., I'm going to do it in New England. I'm going to do it in uh, go to Jersey with Red Bulls. Everywhere I go, I'm taking this message and saying, yo, if you're a black American and you have no exposure to this game, we're here for you. Mm. That's huge. Mm. That's, 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 that's pretty much exactly what we're trying, to, trying to do. Here. Like, that's why I, I said when, when we linked up last year, I was like, you know, like it kind of just made all the sense in the world, you know. And I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we had a chance to finally get you on the show. I'm like, you know, we can talk about, you know, bring, bringing the culture together and kind of seeing what, you know, there is to do. Because, of course, like New York in itself is its own phenomenon. And it's, it's really about there's way too many people in that city that don't have that regular exposure. That's like, yo, like, just get into it. It's, it, it, it'll it'll blow your mind right right it's not even like you know if you look at websites like fair play for all you know these are organizations that are working in new york city just to get regular athletic access for any sport and public schools for black and latino kids 
you know the like I said, this city is everything and nothing. If you got the bread, everything you could possibly imagine is available to you. But if you don't have that bread, then you kind of just existing here. And I'm like, there needs to be a space for for people to to get the exposure and, and Apollo culture. You know, I'm one of the things I I stress every time I talk about this is it's not just about playing soccer. I'm not out here trying to add an additional layer of commodifying black bodies. I'm talking about going to kids and saying, yo, you want to be a journalist? Bring your talent to soccer. You want to be a photographer? Bring your talent to soccer. Yo, you interested in refereeing? You want to be a trainer? You know, there's so much opportunity in and around this game where, and all these spaces need more representation. We trying to bring that education, that awareness that this is a bubbling market, uh, a relatively um, emerging market and it's only getting bigger get in relatively early build a name for yourself work on your craft learn this game and come in here and create yeah um I got anything else I think it's just dope the fact that you're getting around <clears throat> more to like the management side of the game too because you didn't just limit at the option of just being a player just as your highlight but the fact that there's so many various aspects and avenues to be involved with the game, whether it be right. on the business side, whether it be on the, you know, the, the style side. Um, there's so many avenues that as soon as we tap and put our, you know, our style to it, you know, we get that representation. It's truly ours and it's truly something that's going to be repeated and imitated, you know, but never duplicated. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Sounds so good. Thank when you think about it, the, the the energy that our kids bring to everything that they do is out in the world, but they aren't. That's it, man. That hey, you know that, hey, hit that shit right on the head, man. It's like, how do we get our kids out there? We influence everything. It's time to get them. Like this right now is like it's a creative renaissance right now. And it's like we gotta get our kids, people that look uh, look like us, in the positions that matter. Facts. So it's like I said, what you're doing up there, man, I love it. I love what they're doing out there with uh, Black Arrow out there on the West Coast. You know mm -hmm. what we're trying to do down here. It's just amazing. Like right now, you have these three powerful entities, right? That mm -hmm. we like we are we brought together by a game, dude. Like a right. game has right. brought us all together. And it's like it's gonna be really Damn. interesting to see how we grow, all these three brands grow in this sport. And a game that, you know, most of us ten years ago would have been called White Boy. Yeah, we call White Boy for liking this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny, man, because like my my story's just kind of weird in that way, but my exposure to the game was in Japan. I was living over there at the time. And I was just like, yeah, I want to go check out. I've always been a seeker. So I was like, yeah, I want to go check out a soccer game, man. I had a local team, went to check it out. And I was like, yo, it was the first time. I'm First of all, I'm like 6'4", 180. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about Yeah, you know what I mean? And <laughs> <laughs> but I'm over there, and it's like, you know, every conversation, and it's not intentional, you know what I mean? It's just like, I stand out. They're like, damn, you're tall. Wow, you're black. Oh, wow, what do you do? What are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, going to the soccer game was the first time that I truly felt welcome. Like, none of, none of those questions came up. It was like, oh, how'd you find a team? Hey, you want a cigarette? Where are you sitting? 
Is this your first time? <laughs> that's, 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 that's my next question. people really polite, man. Yo, yo, different conversation. J League and all that stuff, like, they're like, man, like, it's crazy. They're like the baseball games, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're only like, J League is only like three years older than MLS. Yeah. So, you know, I went over there. I had that experience. And I was like, yo, this is dope. But I, that was like in 2007. I came back to the U.S. in 2008. And, um, you know, there was just no real exposure to the game. So when NYCFC popped up, I was like, yo, I'm on that. That's dope, Rox, man. That's dope. When you come back down here, man, like, like, like I've been trying to get back up here. But, yo, like, we definitely have to link up, link up again, you know, collaborate, man. Soon, I gotta check the schedule, but I've been on it like four times already. Hey, you ain't told them. Damn, he come out city, ain't let nobody know. Be down there, man. Damn. Yeah, every time, every time uh, New York is played down there, I was down there. Y'all, we was down there. Um, you saw us on the playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, so. that, that was a, that was a, that was a good day. Like, like uh, of course, we we met a lot of the. Uh, 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 quite a few uh, uh, city supporters, and you know everything was love, man. And uh, I said, you know, you're, you're definitely uh, uh, welcome to come back down here. I said, definitely have to uh, chop it up again soon. Yeah, definitely have to collaborate. Uh, like I said, the cultures combined, ain't no telling what can happen, man. That's it. Yo, that's a fact. So, hey, rocks. Yes, say, where do we? Yeah, where do we find you? Yeah, man? man. Let us know where they find you. Where they find the brand? Apollo Culture. If you're on um, Instagram, Apollo Culture, that's where we post most of our content. We have a Twitter page. It's um, at underscore Apollo Culture. Um, but it's all just a uh, direct feed from the Instagram. We're also on Facebook. Search Apollo Culture Club. Um, and we'll, we'll link up. If you want to find me personally, I'm Rox Fontaine everywhere. R-O-X-F-O-N-T-A-I-N-E. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yo, my, my god man yo uh thank you for com- coming on like i said this has this, this been a long time coming uh like i said yo definitely keep it up you know you know you got your support down here you know anything that we can do to help you know we got you hey man fuck skinheads yeah <laughs> at the end of the day and yeah, fuck fascists yo. i ain't know that man i ain't on that shit they see me yeah that's it <laughs> they don't want them hands <laughs> hey, man. all right rocks man we holler at you man Yes, sir. All right, man. Later. Well, I don't count Jerry Springer, but yeah. you gave me a Mori. Yeah. I had some little feels for Yeah. I had a Mori moment. Back in high school, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. Uh, I'm anyway, we're back. Oh, hey, <laughs> shit, we're recording. Hey, turn it off. Turn it off. I mean, you better cut this shit, man. <laughs> this fucking off. You're my house, bro. So let's talk about it. Hey, international break is here. We have a break. Yeah. Burhalter, he it's another test for him. We'll see what he can do with the national team. I'm going to need him to... to Put our guys where they belong and not try to do too much with who we got. Because I'm like, like our old guy Klansman said, he wants our national. You say Klansman? Klansman. <laughs> hey, Klansman. Like, hey, like Klansman said, bro, like we need, like, our, he, like Burroughs kind of has the same idea. He wants to get players uncomfortable. So 
what's talking about. <sighs> like we have play, we have let's talk let's jump right into Tyler okay. Adams. Okay. Tyler Adams playing in a, a defensive position. Right. Vince Miller midfielder. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah where, where does he play for his club? It's a bad idea. The Vince Miller, like center mid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He plays center mid for his club. Uh-huh. And he's playing right back. Right back? It's a bad idea. Bad idea, coach. Bad idea. I mean, you know, we, hey, we, we, we refer to you as the player of the group. Why player and coach. Idea? Player and coach. Why? Hey, play yeah, I still play. I still play. Bro, come Wednesday night. Come see me tomorrow night. Hold on, hold on. We, Western Station, bro. Hold up. Come see we, me. We've been talking about doing uh, a show. Well, that too, but also like um, recording at a show like at a pickup. I think that'd be, I think that'd be dope. Come on. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me uh, let me ask you. Why is it a bad idea for Tyler Adams to play out of position? Because for the national team, and not just him. You talking about Yellen? Yellen, Yellen as well. Well, I, I think the thing about it is like you want to highlight someone's positives. Mm-hmm. As a coach, you want to be able to say, okay, I recognize your your the positive things that you contribute to the team, but also if. You have nothing to contribute. My thing is very simple. If you're doing well at, 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 your, at a certain position with your club, why would you deviate? No, and this is why you deviate. This is why because you don't have anybody there for that position for the national team. They, well, and, and that's really, that's really, but that's that's really the Burl, issue. There is no right back right now that is a level that Barhalter wants. That's yep. good. But and that's what I'm. I actually agree with Greg. it's not that hard. Okay, so hold on. But, so if Yedlin plays right back, right? So, uh, so you put Adams as center mid, right? Why not? Have so many good players in defense. And, 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 and John Brooks, Omar Gonzalez, Rick Lima, Omar Long. I think Omar's overrated as far as. Uh, I mean, he's been doing all right in like, Mexico, but come it's on, Miazga, yeah, Tim Ream. Well, Miazga's finally playing against that. So, that's a good like, you think about it, like, like. Bart Halter has some ammo out there, so it is weird that yeah, ha- I really think it's just because it's a test. Like I really think Burl Alter knows what he wants for the Gold Cup this summer. Right. He just wants to see who's able to adapt. I, I mean, so I, that's well, why him him swapping Yedlin and, and Adams. I, I think it's just a test, man. It's a it's a mind game. I think it's a mind game more for Yedlin than. Because um, he said he said for well, a while. He, so you think he said for a while that he's much more comfortable playing right back than right wing because because Klinsman won. Yeah. Yeah. Because Klinsman. Want to try that as well, mm-hmm. and he was like, mm, I don't know about that. So, well, but he's been doing. There's, there's two things that are working. Hold on, time out real quick. Just so you know, Miguel Almaraz has been, been averaging the most amount of chances in the EPL since he came over to Newcastle. Carry. Very not about net though. Is he American? Right. Exactly. I was going to shout to my boy. Greg, we're talking about Mer. America. Okay? America first. Hey, America. America America first. first. Hey, it's international break, Bubba. America first. America first. Yo. I was going to shout my man real quick. Period. America first. Yo. So, this is what I was going to say. So, um, the fact that we're. Mm, well, coach. <laughs> the fact that if we're going to handcuff a player. 
And the reason why I say handcuff with Tyler, when you put him in a defensive situation like that, mm-hmm. it, it, I think it's going to impact his confidence. It, it has that risk, yeah. And the fact that he will no longer know what his identity is and how to grow it. He's at that crucial point of his career and his age of where he's trying to figure out what the fuck he is as a player. And he's 20 I, years old, so he's still I, young as shit. I, I'm saying. I disagree. Okay. I really think these kids care more about the club than the Nationals. No, oh, that's oh, not about kids. That's I think that's your just, just your no. just your just your career period. Right, but no, I, I, just, I, don't I think really, I really think that I agree I, with you. I think it grows more than just past these kids. Yeah, I think it grows I, to like yeah, 28, 30. But I don't really think that playing this position will affect how so he knows where he plays for his club. No, I, I club. he knows where he plays for Eliza. It's not so much the the position. It's just more so like okay. Here you are, you're trying to break into the national team, you're trying to make a mark on that national team and you kind of establish yourself as a starter. And it's like, okay, here I am, am I gonna play center mid or am I gonna play right back? Or am I gonna play, I'm gonna play the 10 or are you gonna play I'm gonna center back? Fun, I'm gonna be funny with you. If Tyler Adams goes back to the right back, he's set up to be a DeMarcus Bisley. But, see, Marcus Beasley is 100 years old and he's still playing. So. Okay, so but Marcus Beasley will never stop playing for the Nationals. Okay, so so Tyler Adams is not designed for that. You never know; he might. But but look at the payoff. Like mm-hmm. Demarcus Beasley is playing forever. Mm-hmm. But what has he done? I mean, he's, he he made his mark, but I think that you know it took him a while because like he had some lean years where he wasn't doing shit and it. He I had mean, to, Tyler Adams. He had to read. He had. He had to rediscover himself as, as a fullback. Type of thing like, to become Beasley. Yeah. I mean, like, is that something that you want to do right back, now? It's a safe option. So, you mean it's a safe option? It, it is a safe option to play forever because we never historically had a good right back. No, I mean the and, fact that but you, my but boy, you, but you can up. have right. You can have that right now with Yedlin. That's the thing. Though. My boy Miles Davis, Miles Robinson. Robinson, <laughs> like, get the rent. <laughs> Damn man, uh, is that a Davis, nickname for Davis, Smith, Johnson, Miles Davis. That's his nickname. Miles Davis, Robert. <laughs> until, until he comes up, but no, but like Tyler Adams, like you know that that's a controversy all over Twitter and stuff like that. Him playing the position, we'll see against Chile. I mean, and we'll see. He, he, friendlies, this is what you get to do. You get to you, play around, with right? It. Yeah, you, you, get, you get to mess around and right. kind of see like, like what works and what. We got what Ecuador work. first? Is that what it is? Uh, I believe so. We have Ecuador. We have Chile. But Chile is the real test. No, both of them are like Ecuador. 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 Ecuador is strong. Is Valencia playing with them? Did he get the call? He's done. He's done. Remember when he put his hands on? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Chile's the real tester in this little. But no, but, but remember when, when Antonio opened them hands on Raheem Sterling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but so, how do y'all feel about the the roster for this break? Yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I say uh, hashtag. Uh, I don't know, free Bill Hamid. Or <laughs> yeah, you know because, how we do. Because there's no Stefan uh, this call because he uh, he's out with he's an injury. So so Bill what? Hamid, top goalie alive. Mind you, like hey Bill, you got, follow you us. I know you. I know you like this. Yeah, it's all come on, Bill. Bill. <laughs> so we saw um, like DC's for like first first MLS and like. 
and I, and I, and I directly correlate that to them coming back home. And he's healthy. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. top like, keeper he, alive. He, he's finally healthy. He's playing great. He's shutouts. He's got sh- multiple <laughs> shutouts already. So That's like, proven. Why would you not call him up? Uh, especially, like, especially if Stefan's gone, because like if Stefan's out, I mean you you have Horvat. That's an option. But, but no, Hamid's your guy. Hamid's your guy. Bill's better than Stefan. Yeah. He's he's better than all three of the motherfuckers that was called. Oh, shit, time out. Team mm-hmm. Light Skin. You're not gonna go for the Light Skin. I'm supporting a, a, a docket. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's how we do. Listen, listen, it's the DC in my heart. <laughs> like, like Bill deserves a call up, and it's Absolutely. weird that Burhalter when Stephen went down and Burhalter did. Are we seeing colorism with our our goalkeepers? Oh, let me tell you. I'm just saying. I think there's colorism with our goalkeepers. I really do. Hey, I'm pretty sure. Can, can I'm pretty sure. Is, listen, I think there's colorism. Listen, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm pretty sure Horvath mm-hmm. will get the number one over oh, Sean. If Horvath is trash compared to Sean, and they do count, they like I'm, I'm, one I'm, game. Mm-hmm. Yo, the, the, with the way the Gazans have played the past few weeks, I, I'm, I'm still mad that Sean John ain't, ain't here. Me too. That was the worst trade ever. But Sean John's an A-town boy. He should have. Yeah. He should have exactly. came home. Exactly. He's coming home. He was here for a day. He was here for a day. He was here for a day. So, so yeah, the national team, our senior team, but it's it, I give, I have faith. I have faith in our new team. Like, like, who's so the coach? Who's the coach of you two? So, yeah, just hired today. Just yeah, hired, today. hired Jason Christ, formerly of Orlando, uh, formerly of New York City, formerly of Kansas City, no, Real Salt Lake. Real Salt Lake. I'm sorry, he used to play in Salt Lake. Yeah. So, uh, like Jason Christ, like he former had his, yeah, the former national team player, hollow, like hollow, deservedly Hall of Famer. He finally is getting a chance where he can actually like show what he's done for like U.S. soccer. So it's good that he's given a chance to develop our kids. Yeah, I'm actually very pleased with that that selection. I think that given his work in MLS, uh, he'll be a good spot. Like he doesn't necessarily have that same pressure as being of course, the senior team coach. Uh, at the same time. No, we've missed out on the last two Olympic games. Mm-hmm. Right? In 2012, 2016, we failed yep. to qualify. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to think about it. And the, the, uh, the World Cups, the, the Junior World Cups yeah, we, as yeah, well. We, yeah, we've missed on some of those as well. It's um, been a good... And I, I think that for given where we're starting at, given that we missed on, on the World Cup last year, it only makes for the Olympics... For us to qualify for that tournament be that much more important because what you have is we need to re- replenish our depth as much as possible, mm-hmm. and that means you need tournaments to play. So whether it's Olympics, whether it's U17 World Cup, whether it's U20 World Cup, we need to be. So uh, well, I have to inject one thing. So I mean, just Christ get the U23. Do you think that? Is there any battle that the fact that Todd Ramos isn't a U23 and he's still a U20 coach? Uh-huh. But um, the fact that he's not a U23 coach, is there any? No, I don't think so. Uh, only because, obviously, with with U20, you're more, that's more of a regular thing. Whereas U23 is pretty much strictly for the mm-hmm. So, you, know, you have, I 
big U20 is this, is this year, matter of fact. Uh, so you have a U20 World Cup this year, you'll have another one in two years. So I think as far as that goes, Tab Ramos is definitely a guy that will be critical to our success pretty much not just for this cycle but also for the 2026 cycle because you're you're setting the table up for that World Cup now. So Tab you got trust, Andrew on that team yep. in the U20s. And Tab we trust. So I think for what we need right now Tab is definitely like he's critical to basically everything that we got going on right now. Like I, I'm actually kind of surprised that he wasn't Pit that's U23 just because, like I said, you want to set your base at the table now in 2019 for 2026. Because those guys that are, tw- that are 19, 20 now, they'll be in their prime come that World Cup. So, uh, but yeah, but still having having Jason Christ uh, in in charge now, uh, you know, for the U23s will be good. Of course, you had Tim Weah. He wasn't caught up for the first team, but he was caught up for the U23 team for this for this uh, call up. Josh Sargent was also called up for uh, for that team. Our guy that we, our guy here, Miles Robinson, he was caught up for that squad. So uh, even even um, your, your boy Jonathan Klisman, son of Klisman, he 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 was called up for that team. The Black Klansman. So, time out. I got a random stat for you here. What's up? What's up? Let's check. Rasta Brett. Rasta Breck. Breck and Top goal scorer ever in U20 competition. Biggest 17 goals. Yeah. For U20. That's like. Rasta Breck. That's like leading the league in like homers in the minor leagues. Rasta Breck. Seriously. He got 17 goals in U20. When Breck was in Dallas, man, he was like the golden child. This is from 2007, 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had 17 yeah. goals with the U20. When Breck left, when he left home, he lost. Like he lost that spike. Guess who's number two? He lost that spike. Number two. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? 16 goals. But no, but Freddie, Freddie, yo, it's your boy. you know he's going to be Freddie. It's your boy Ringo. We we fucking each other on Twitter, bro. Come on the show, <laughs> hey, bro. We're really, hey, we want to give you like six. You know minutes. he's going to replay Pele. Like we, Pele like movie. six. We want to give oh, you. God. Yo, that's, that, that Pele movie that's pretty good. Is he not going to be Pele in the pay, next Pele movie? I mean, it kind of has to be. It but has the, to be. But um, he looks like. But there's a lot. There's a lot of guys. Stop being racist. The last two cycles. Light skin. What cycles? What cycles? 2012, 2012, and 2016, we had a lot of guys who came up. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there was a lot of kids that Thanos, where are they now? Really? (sighs) Breaking news. Gwinnett (laughs) County is like no tomorrow, but Shout out to the local fan base. Gwinnett, Marta, with traffic will continue till you die. <laughs> Fucking Gwinnett County. But yes. But I need I was, some more drink, y'all. What I was going to get at while y'all are drinking over here is that <laughs> the last two cycles you had. <laughs> you had the last two cycles where we failed to qualify for Olympics. This, we missed out on, on different on. U17, U20 World Cups, or just like, like going out to, uh, or going out in the, in the group stage. Yep. But because of that, it's depleted our senior team roster because basically we use those tournaments to uh, 
kind of as a proving ground to see like who's ready to step up. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have the services to play in, you'll basically so know let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you if they're going to step up or not. Let me ask you this. Like, CONCACAF is pretty much ran by USI, right? They're in Mexico, yeah. I don't understand why we don't have a junior tournament between the CONCACAF team to help because us develop our kids. Okay. Because that's the thing. It's like, because we fail, you think USOC would create a tournament that would be like... They keep trying to, to create tournaments. Like we, we keep on trying to duck, trying to <laughs> skirt the system, and, and everybody says, hey, no. it's like, yo, guys, we're March to October. Come on, guys. We'll Aaron was like... <laughs> we'll give you all this money, man. They said, nah, fuck nah, that. Nah, bro. You saw, what, you saw what Common Ball did. They said, nah, fuck that. Uh, yeah. USOC trying, trying to get some, some more stuff with Mexico. So, it's like... Yeah. It, they, they keep doing the most and like yeah. you know just do the work do the work and, and the results will come wow. so the, so the international break we have two matches we play Ecuador we play Chile so it's, it's going to be interesting to see you guys let us know what you guys think about a roster you guys let us know uh a roster. A roster. A roster. <laughs> Let us know about the roster. Let us know about the roster. Let me know what you think. Um, what else we got? We got, we got uh, yeah. the whole, the whole, our, our guy came back. Yeah. Our guy said, Don. Coming home. Coming home. I I Tell the world that I'm coming home. Nah, I don't want to talk about the <laughs> <laughs> so, That boy doing the most. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Real Madrid, all let's you know we talk about here. Real Madrid, you know they they decided to let their manager go last week. Yeah, and I mean they had they had nothing they had nothing left to shock, play for. Right, they had nothing to play for. I mean they really don't care about the domestic league. Like so, they decided to bring an intramural manager in. <laughs> wow. So oh, in disrespect. Wow. No, 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 no. I mean intermittal in, in between when they hire Oh, man, he, no, he's permanent. He's permanent. No, he said he was only going to go through the end of the season. No, he's like, he, yeah, already saying, like, like he's, he's making me up for the summer. Like, oh, like, see, yeah. like, when he signed, I thought he said he was going to stay on through yeah, May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm um, really, for, for a guy like Sadan, it makes no sense to just say, like, hey, let's just hire him for, mm-hmm. for, the, for the rest of the season and yeah. try to do it again. So, like, all things considered, if he's available and he wants to coach your team, you let him coach your team. Yeah. So like I mean, he came in, you know, like he announced that he's gonna he's gonna take over the he's gonna take over the club. So thumbs up, thumbs down. Zidane going back to a real major. I mean, it's, it's kind of a thumbs up by default because I mean, all they consider like it's, it's either him or Mourinho, and it's like, hey, I'm taking, I'm taking. I'm taking we, we, we gotta stop the international soccer is giving these guys a job as job after job. But, but, here, but here's the Real thing. Real Madrid needs new blood with with um, Wait, Cristiano Ronaldo leaving. What is your identity? Yeah, the, um, well, that's the thing about it. There. Like, what? Like, 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 I don't... I, yeah, you I, I right right episode, without, like, right what is your identity? You need a 10-year plan right now. You do. And you, so you need, you need someone that's going to come in and play the kids, man. But, but the thing about Real Madrid is... They're not about spoiled. kids. They're not, they're not about the kids. Like, they're they spoiled the when you're talking about three out of five. Mm-hmm. Okay, so buy the shit. They'll, they'll, they'll buy uh, they'll buy Mbappe. They'll, like a, they'll buy Griezmann. They'll buy goddamn... So go back to the Galacticos blueprint. Yeah. And so... 
if you, I mean, because they have the, the coffers for that. But, but, here, but here's the thing about it. Team. I mean, the people I just named, that would be a tough but ass here's, fucking squad. But here's the thing about it, though. So Bale's like, gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bale's. Is Ishko gonna leave? No, because because no. uh, Zidane was, was I know, Zidane was an Isco fan. Yeah, so he's not leaving. Because Bale's Bale will leave. Bale's uh, going back to England. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, then if uh, Mojo sleep, Mojo sleep, honestly, then Bale, then Bale, I think he'll make the jump. No, he wants on Mane. Mm, I saw that rumor. Well, I would, I would really just break the bread to bring home. Yeah. Honestly, Madrid should break the bread. You should bring the Bele over. Bring him from a rival. That's crazy. Crazy, but you don't want you don't want you don't want no book. Real Madrid needs a storylines right now. They no, need, I mean, I know, like, I mean, it, it, I understand. There's no more picks heads. Yeah. But as a fan, I'm like, no. Yeah. But coach, <laughs> but coach, do you remember the picks head? Yeah. Yeah. Like, nah. take 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 a risk if you want to with that, because uh, back in 2000. What's the thing? So, Luis Figo, uh, he used to play for Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was captain there and everything. And he got so oh, far. Oh my god. So Tell like, me more. So, that, uh, <laughs> so he got so from, from Barcelona straight to Real Madrid yeah. in 2000. Mm-hmm. First El, El Clasico match he had at Camp Nou, they threw a pig's head on the pitch when he was about to take it Yo, but see, honestly, like Real Madrid, I, it's a good move. And then the, the, the hire, rehire the guy that quit. But you know, it's he, it's. Uh, but here's here's my thing. There's, there's two issues there. One, there's quit. Oh, he stepped down. He, stepped he did quit. Yeah, he, it was he, after the season. It wasn't like he was. He said, "This is boring." <laughs> he said, "It's boring. Y'all, ain't, y'all, ain't let, y'all ain't let me do what I want to do. This shit's too easy." But but, no. but but here's my point there. They didn't want. They didn't let him do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And that's why he left. Right. In the back room. The back room. Mm-hmm. Or the front room. Yeah. And now, honestly, it's just a boss move. He's, they're gonna give him the fucking keys. And, and that's exactly. Are point. they? When are they? With him coming back, I think he definitely has more control now because they know there's, that hey, there's too much money in European soccer, bro. Like like get all this stuff. Like who else? Given his success there, who else can you hire? No one. There no, is know, no I mean, one in like, Europe. No, I know. Nobody in Europe right now. And the thing about it, as far as, like, if you know, you look at the chess game, of course, Champions League is the end-all, be-all right mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And as far as the big game players, you got them, you got Barca. And that's in La Liga. Mm-hmm. The Atletico, of course, really all the time. Uh, PSG. So, PSG, of course. You got City. So you look at like all the big clubs right Liverpool's now. Liverpool's trying to now fuck with it, but they might choke away the league. Oh, they don't choke. They choke. Yeah. Um, but so looking at those players right now, the Real is looking at like because they're due for for some new blood. Because like they've had a pretty strong run for this decade. It's Absolutely. Ten years. I mean, this was it. It's like where does Real Madrid go now that every club, in, like all the big clubs in Europe, mm-hmm. got banked now. So I it's mean, like what they, is they real? City has caught them. Mm-hmm. So right, that's well, what I'm well, saying. Hold on, hold on. So, they're, they're, so, about, they're about to have a transfer yeah. ban too. Yeah, well, City's well, not I think I just saw something like, no, who was this? No, Chelsea got got the, got the appeal. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah City's lost, due. City's Chelsea's due. Lost enough matches with appeals. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but no, you look at you look at the landscape right now, and who's available mm-hmm. and who could handle a job like. There's a lot of young guys that want that bad 
They want that job, but you're not going to get that job. I don't think they have the money to afford the amount of players to, to get Real Madrid back. It's, it's going to take about at least a good two or three years to really get them back to where they want to be. Uh, like, the immediate stuff, like, you know, as far as Bale and Modric, like, you could probably get about two or three players right now. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as, like, how do you transition out certain Ramos? How do you How do you figure out the goalkeeper situation? Because who's the young Benzema out there? Uh, who's the young Benzema? Like, how do you replace wait, 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 a guy on, like that? Like, there's there's some players on that field. It's like, how do you replace them? But that's the thing. Like, they've never really relied on Benzema like that. So it's like, you know, do you uh, like? Are you trying to replace Ronaldo? Or are you trying to rebuild your attack? Because that's that's a whole different thing there because you know obviously with Ronaldo playing usually on the wing for the majority of his time there okay like they weren't really relying on Benzema to really bring it up the, the bulk of your goals and so it's like you so pretty much you, you already have Ronaldo gone you're you're probably going to be losing Benzema to I'm sorry Bale more than likely you probably will lose Benzema as well so like mm-hmm. where do you go as far as rebuilding that attack and like how and how does that Work because mm-hmm. you're definitely looking at a, at a totally different dynamic already, mm-hmm. and the further you rebuild that, it's gonna look completely different. Like, are, are there any strikers out there right now that can say, "Hey, whether it's Lewandowski, whether it's uh, Mbappe," because Mbappe should be striking Honestly, like I honestly think they're gonna break the bread for him. I think he'll be a Madrid next year. I, uh, hey, here first. I think it'll either be him. Like, either you're trying to get. Neymar, or are you trying to get him Bobby? You won't be able to get both. Neymar's not going. Well, I mean, Neymar's not going to be able to get both. Having that homegrown boy. That's a fact. He does. But to be in Royal Madrid, it's. Did you say Royal? Royal. Royal is technically Royal. Thank you. Y'all keep trying me with my goddamn verbiage on this show, bro. But it's like, it's like, is, it, is it Ajax? <laughs> Ajax. Ajax. You know, your, you know hey. their name now. Hey, Frank is Ajax. Bro. I can't you wait till Frank the Boar comes on this show. He freaks scared shit. He's like, you want that stare? That stare. He never smiles. I've seen him smile. Yeah. But he got that ice cube. He smiled. He smiled and he's destroyed our legacy. It's like you got that ice cube thing going on where like he you stares at you and it just, it just scares the shit out of you no matter what. He could be smiling. It's like he still got that that mean yeah. growl going on. So, it, it fucks you up. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, Real Madrid is going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, so let's see. Let the fans know. Like, like fans, let us know what y'all think about yeah. Real Madrid. Yeah, we got, so, we got, we got some, uh, got some. There's a break going on, so... So, hey, international break. Yes. FTC gonna take a break. No, we're, we're gonna do... We're gonna do, we're gonna do something different during yeah. the national break. You know, no, we got we're, some we're, hot we're, shit. We're gonna keep y'all busy. Like, you know, you know of course, it's gonna be turn about to start. We're gonna do a, a bracket challenge. Uh, we're gonna put out... A, a, by the time you hear this... Uh, by the time you hear this show, Hail the link will be active. Hail to the victim. There are two seats, right? Hail to the victim. I don't have them in the, Actually, I do have a powerful. I do. 
Hail to the victim. Put it out, Wayne. Hail to the victim. Basketball is part of the culture. Until so final four. That's why I love this show, bro. Like Basketball is part of the culture. So Hail to the victim. We got to cover that. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, while, while international break is going on, we'll, we're going to give you some to hit on. You'll we'll see the link on Wednesday for the bracket challenge. Make sure that you join. You know, let's know your picks. Let's know who you're rolling with. You can't know the Academy Awards. <laughs> you can't no, play them all. No, that's the hell of the victors. I know. I know. Hey, but let's talk about that drip, though. I saw it on the IG. You lace a former guest, Domer, with a name set. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. say, you know, I wanted to fuck with MTC. Uh, I'm trying to get some names set. Like, 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 I work for the show. I work for the show. I don't have to get a name set from my club. I work for the show. I where do I? Where do I get a name set from, man? I'm going to make sure I say this properly this time. Yeah. I fucked it all up last week. FTC, UTD, dot, my Shopify, dot com. There we go. What's on there? We got hats. Got shirts, we got phone cases. The jersey is uh, coming up for pre-order. I just gotta work out the coding and all that. So hopefully by the time you hear this on Wednesday, it'll uh, be up for available for pre-order. Um, what else? Uh, we'll have the name sets on there as well, so that way you can start ordering them, order them on there. If, if for some reason you can't get them on on the site and you still want to highlight a bet, just get us on at our email FTC. Time. Of course, you can always follow us on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. As always, when is the end pass? FTC UTD. You love it when that good shoe do gets you just right. Shoo <laughs> But uh, but yes, uh, definitely hit uh, hit us up. Let us know your thoughts. Let us give us your feedback. Make sure that you're subscribing to all, all of our social media, our show. Tell us which Bobby Brown you like. Is it Grego or is it Ringo? Which Bobby Brown <laughs> Yo, you like in the group? Hey, honestly, put it on a Google Podcast, <laughs> iTunes Podcast. Let us know which Bobby Brown you like. Write some reviews for us, guys. If y'all follow the show, like, give us some reviews, man. I'm not Bobby Brown. Oh, here we go. Oh, man. I'm fucking Tito over here, man. <laughs> oh, God. But, yes. Drum it uh, away. But yes, make sure that you subscribe to our show, all your favorite podcasts, apps. Uh, uh, next week, we've got a women's episode. It's for International Women's Month, and we haven't had any women on here, so we're going to fix that next week. We're going to do it for the ladies, yes. <laughs> yes, queen, yes. That's how the way to that. Stop. Stop. I can't wait for next week. But yes, man. Zoo Lily. Zoo Lily. Zoo Lily sponsoring next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know it, but. But yes, for Ringo, for Coach Tony, it's Grego. The coach is real. The coach is everywhere. We will see y'all next week and we out this month. Chill.